Oh yeah, for sure. You know, so. I think uh, I probably first felt that with uh, Ginger and Marianne. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah. Well, the, <laughs> that's the, that's one of the age old questions, right? It's Ginger or Marianne, and and I think for most guys, the answer is pretty simple. But I'll, I'll ask. well, I mean that would that would that, that would say a lot about a person. I, I think you're right. I think. I think. So yeah, what, what, I think when I was a kid, yeah, definitely ginger, the more glamour, uh, really? voluptuous, yeah. uh, glamorous um, ginger. Yeah, I might be more Darnwell's Marianne at oh, this point, yeah. which. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I never, the, the glamour was never. So I was always like that Marianne, uh, the, the, you know, the, the good farm girls. Yeah. That, I was like, yes, Marianne. Yeah. And I, I'm that way to this day. And she actually aged very well. She did, yeah. The uh, I go to a lot of comic book conventions, and she'll. I have never, I have never met her, but she, she had uh, those. She, she, she will make appearances. Is that right? Very quite often. So yeah. Wow. How does that intersect with, uh, I guess, sort of pop culture? Yeah. These, uh, yeah, these comic cons uh, don't really have much to do with comics anymore. Yeah. They're more uh, pop culture. You know, I've never been point. to a comic con. We uh, we got to get you to one. I think you'll have I, I fun. I think absolutely. Yeah. If if Don Wells comes near the area. Yeah. If I can. Uh, well, I, I would. Man, I might. Uh, if, if Don Wells came by, I'd, I'd probably lose uh, my focus. Possibly. Yeah. So, hi, everyone. What's going on? Uh, welcome yeah. to the Shiro Podcast. <laughs> jumping studio. right in. My name is Ming Chen, and uh, sitting with me, very special guest. You want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Friend? Hey, uh, Richard Frederick. Uh, and I am uh, here because Ming is teaching me how to podcast. And. Uh, and we've been talking about all things podcasts so far, right? And so, yeah. And, and, and somehow, as we got into that, I uh, we, we started talking about uh, Don and and uh, Don Wells and what was Ginger's? I can't even remember that actress's name. Uh, I will look that up. I, uh, I see. I have this magical uh, device here. Yeah. If only we had a device who could uh, where we could look up facts, useless facts. <laughs> That's science like, fiction. Like this. There's no way. <laughs> uh, I know, right? Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's crazy, it's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm Richard Frederick. I'm uh, starting a podcast called uh, The Ready Room. Uh, the Ready Room is uh, a metaphor for sort of a uh, a place where. Uh, where where uh, people can talk about ideas, yeah. great and small, and I think we talked about a little bit at the ready room and, and military aviation parlance is a uh, is the room uh, where we brief all our tactical missions, right? And where we plan our missions as well. So it's always full of maps. There's a podium at the front. There's uh, usually a whiteboard and some smart boards, and uh, you know it can be as simple as a uh, uh, you know a tent in a field somewhere, yeah. or it can be as elaborate as a squadron uh, ready room with all the uh, the, the bells and whistles, but the big thing is, is the ready room. Aside from being where we brief tactical uh, flights and plan, it's the squadron living room, and and it's that place where all of the the uh, the, the flight crew come together, and they just hang out and they talk story and they share story. You know, between missions, and you know, there's a lot of that. Uh, you, you know. Uh, using your hands to talk about, you know, there I was type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the old guys to tell the young guys about, you know, combat missions and, and how they survived and what worked for them. And the young guys soak it in and try and uh, uh, figure out what works for them and figure out their place. But really it's about becoming better leaders, uh, better men and women and better leaders as you grow. And that is kind of what I want my podcast to be about yeah. is, you know, uh, f finding out more, getting more information, and finding out what uh, what, what what works, and uh, and growing myself as a man. Uh, so, and we don't we don't stop growing, do we? And so, oh no, it, even until your last breath. Uh, yeah, I think you're you're always learning. You're, you're always at least trying to learn, try to educate yourself, trying to pick up knowledge, experiences, 
and becoming a better person through that's all it. of that. That's it. Yeah, and that's what I hope to accomplish. That's amazing. I I love. Um, well, I mean, you were bursting with energy first, and and you came down last week. Yeah. Uh, just you drove an hour and a half down here, and um. I happened to be out, but I wasn't that far. And I, when I heard that you came so far away, I rushed back because uh, you wanted to inquire about podcasting. You were so excited to do this, and I was a, I was I was very fortunate that I was in the air. I was able to meet you. I was and, very fortunate, and that you were able to check the place out. So, and then I'm very fortunate that you're, you you came back. Yeah, which is uh, which is awesome. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for you to get started. Though. Yeah, well, it was never in doubt. I'll tell you, man. And, I, and so I say I was very fortunate that you were in the area because I. I think I told you I uh, you you came up in a feed on Facebook just randomly uh, because and probably because I was looking at podcasting stuff right yeah. I mean uh, like I said they're all they're all spying on us so <laughs> I, I, I'm glad they are I guess in some ways because I was like what's this and I pulled it up and I was like wow they're they're up in Eatontown I I can go there yeah so I I drove up and uh, uh, yeah and since you were there and you talked to me I I've been excited about this for a while so that's our goal here yeah to, well, well i'm more excited now. yeah <laughs> one excite people and then two you know have people express their passions and share their universes here yeah which uh is uh Great you know way to put it very much related to the name um yeah the term a shared universe uh my business partner mike zaps came up with that it uh has twofold two meanings uh, we're big comic book fans so in the comic book world uh you know all the superheroes are always sharing their own individual universes yes. and they, they come together every so often like the Avengers yep. or, or the X-Men. Yep. And I'm you know, familiar with that a little bit. Uh, yeah. Not as much as you, obviously. Yeah. And sometimes they'll go off, uh, you know, on their own solo missions yep. and have their own solo books. So that was, uh, you know, in our world, that was pretty obvious, but we want people to share their own individual universes here at a shared universe podcast studio via this amazing medium. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, and I'll tell you, it's, uh, for me and Chunks, when we first started talking about this, yeah, who's Chunks? Uh, yeah, so Chunks is uh, my partner. His, okay, uh, his name's Keith Pierce, um, and uh, he, like I said, we we talked a little bit beforehand, and so for anybody listening, uh, but the backstory is that he's a Cobra pilot as well as uh, as I am. I we both were uh, career Marine Corps uh, pilots, attack helicopter pilots. Um, I was fortunate to fly a bunch of different things in the Marine Corps. So yeah. I flew attack helicopters, assault helicopters, and I flew uh, as a, a tour as a trainer. We we kind of intersected a little bit in there. He actually is a friend of my brother's too. We okay. go back a long way, and I between the, the whole the reason this came about for us was we would have these long conversations, you know, outside of our our work. Where we would, you know, just laugh and and sometimes, you know, kind of get scared in in the way that we were talking about things. And it's like, you know, look at look what's going on here, or hey, this is funny. Remember this? Yeah. And 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 it would last for hours. And we were like, you know, if if people would just sit and talk with each other like this, the, the world would be a better place. I agree. And how do we get that? How do we get some of this earnest conversation out there? And how do we make ourselves better too? Right. And, and because I. I feel like people are stovepiping in, in, you know, and this is another topic, but <laughs> they're stovepiping into their existences, right? We can stovepipe our, ourselves into uh, sound chambers, echo chambers right. of ideas, you know, where I'm right, damn it, and and who's with me, you know? I'm right, they're wrong, and who's with me? <laughs> and, you know, you'll get no shortage of people going, I'm with you, and they'll yell and scream, and it seems like they'll bully each other online, and, and I don't want any part of that. And so I started listening to these podcasts 
we talked about some of the people I I you know, respect. You know, Sam Harris. Yep. Uh, I'm listening to Rogan talk to Peterson. Um, Ruben, uh, even Shapiro, he's pretty conservative, but I think he's in earnest, you yeah. know, in his uh, conservatism. And Sam is leftist, and he's earnest as well. And they right. come together and talk, and they have these incredibly intelligent disagreements. Ah, what a great thing! Yeah, that's important. And they have the they have the freedom to have those arguments, which is cool. Which is which is why I love this medium. Absolutely. And, you don't. They can say whatever they want, and yeah. no one's going to cut them off because they have to go to a commercial break. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they just uh, they're able to do that. I love. Um, I just love. We live in a good time now, where the barriers to do things, simple things in my mind, are being broken down. So now you can have your own radio show. It's called the podcast. That's right. You can have your own TV show. Just upload it to YouTube or or Facebook or whatever. You can do that. Uh, you can broadcast your own live events with a smartphone. Now you don't need, you know, the, you don't need your own TV station. You don't need a radio station. You don't need a government, uh, you know, body telling you what you can and can't say or do or broadcast. And uh, yeah, I kind of like how that power is returned to individuals. Anyone, yeah, anyone can do this. Boy, isn't that so important? Yeah. Um, I I think what you said there just kind of rang a bell with me. It's the power has been restored to individuals. Yeah. Isn't that kind of it? Like I'm always, um, again, uh, if I can get off on, a, on another kind of thought. Hey, man, we, we talk about whatever yeah, we want, I, so, so of course. I, I have, I have uh, talks with my pastor every once in a while, and he's just a great, great man, super compassionate. Um, uh, him and I are definitely different political thinkers, uh, and, he's far, and he's much farther to the left than I am. I consider myself sort of a classic liberal, and I'm like, you know, uh, the idea to me, the, the big idea to me is that there are no monoliths. There are no monoliths of thinkers, right? Um, people are more than their uh, outward appearance. Oh, for sure. Right? So we, we t- we're trying, especially nowadays, certain people want to group everybody according to you know, an outward look like, sure. oh, well, you're certainly this because you're this. It's like, well, wait, no, man, I, I got my own thoughts and opinions. Yeah. And uh, I think we need to do more of that. And I've always thought that the ultimate minority is the individual. And in the end, <laughs> the good. more individuals are able to, uh, to live a life that means, uh, that has meaning for them, the better and the, the less... I guess that's kind of one of my big things in life, and I'm always open to change mind because that's why I'm here. Yeah, is that the less that government gets involved in that, <laughs> yeah. the better. Right, right. That's why we're here. That's why we're yeah. allowed to do what we're doing right yeah. now. It's yeah. great. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, and it feels good. You know, it feels good that that there is a place still when where you know online bullying isn't. You know, where they're trying to shout people down, or or you know, it's the term deplatforming now. It just is so. Uh, I think that's so intellectually lazy. I don't know your thoughts on that. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I geez, I've, I've been online since uh, you know the early '90s, and uh, it why it wasn't as prevalent in the beginning. In the you're, beginning, you're a pioneer, by the way. I don't. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I'm trying, but yeah, in the beginning, everyone was like, "Wow, this is really cool!" Like, yeah. you know, imagine all the things we could do with this amazing gift, this tool. And then it devolved shortly later to, uh, you know, you suck. But <laughs> much like, I mean, in the end, I guess it's a reflection of real life. It just gives people, it's a little easier for people to do it. Now they can hide behind screens and smartphones. and uh, Boy, and, they, um, they do that. All the time. I'm, I'm so, guilty of that, I guess, a little bit too now and again. <laughs> uh, I try not to be. I try to be mindful of that. But I've certainly been guilty of, you know, 
you know, behind a, some anonymous name, you know, saying something snarky, but sure. I try not to be, and I'm trying to be better about that. You know, you just brought, you said something that brought a point to me, which is that, you know, we have this amazing technology. Yeah. We have this incredible thing, yep. you know, uh, we, we, you know, how long are we going to have it? How do we use it for good? And how do we not let that devolve? And I guess it's probably, uh, Maybe there will always be good and bad with everything. I think that's probably the case, right? It seems like it, yeah. Hopefully yeah. more good than bad. Yeah, that's but, my hope. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and, and I hope that something good comes out of what we're doing going forward with the with the Ready Room and the idea behind the Ready Room. You know, one of the things that kind of prompted it, at first we had this idea of like the old uh, the old gentleman societies of uh, Victorian England. Yes. Uh, that was sort of our, what happened? We, we were sitting there one night and we're drinking and we're like, Chunks, what happened to the old gentleman's <laughs> societies? Like, you know, what about a gentleman's club? If you say gentleman's club right now, what comes to mind? Bada yeah. bing, right? Yep, you know, uh, you know. Yep. I mean, that's how unfortunate is that? Because that's not that's not a gentleman. No, like a gentleman in my mind is is the kind of guy that tries to lead a good life, to be a good husband, good father. Uh, if he's not, you know, that that just be a good person, a, a good functioning part of society in whatever you know way or shape or form that takes. But there were places where men came together yep. to sort of discuss how that looks to them and. Uh, you know, and they they made each other better. That yes, was the I think idea that was, behind it. I think it, that was right? the um, that was the ultimate goal. Yeah. yeah, and so that was kind of our initial thought. And then it, the idea came with the ready room. I was like, well, chunks, isn't that what we do in the ready room? And yeah. he was like, dude, that's exactly <laughs> it. I was like, I think we have our podcast name. <laughs> those uh, those classic gentlemen's clubs still exist out there. You have to find them. Uh, yeah, they're 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 now in the form of uh, hidden bars, speakeasies. Okay. Uh, things that I, I enjoy seeking out in my travels. Yeah. Uh, if you're ever in Atlanta, there's a place called the Red Phone Booth. Okay. And uh, you'll be walking down a pretty busy street in Atlanta, and you'll notice this, this oddly placed red phone booth, uh, kind of like like one of those English phone boxes. And if you go in, and if you have to, if you dial the correct number, the door will open up. And uh, you know, wood paneled bar. They're very much into cocktails and mixology. Tell, you, you've got first off. So there's a phone box. Yes. You actually dial the right number. Yep. The door it's a, and it's up. a it's a rotary phone. Not not you know none of this modern touch tone or okay, so, touch screen. So some. It's a rotary. So phone. some young person won't understand the first nope. thing. No, nope, they're like, "What's this?" Yeah. Well, I put my fingers awesome. in here and dial. Yeah. I, I'm I'm blown away by this. Yeah. By the way, if you go, I'll give you the number. I, I have uh, discovered the secret number. It's been passed down to me. As a gentleman, and uh, you got yeah wood paneling, great. Uh, some of the best mixology I've ever seen, and uh, they they've been grandfathered in to the laws in Atlanta. So there is a humidor in the back, and you can drink uh, pretty, not uh, not just an old fashioned, but they make a smoked old fashioned, which is mind blowing there. Wow! And you can smoke well, a, uh, a a cigar back there of your own choosing. They have a humidor, play some pool, and uh, sit in you know old school. Uh, couches or seats, and uh, yeah. Well, that, that okay. So first off, mind blowing cocktails uh, aside, my mind is blown <coughs> by the fact that this even exists. And yeah, it, and it's giving me great joy that you've just told me this yeah. story. Like I'm sitting here, like, wow, yeah, really? You'll, you'll this is this is something that I have to be a part of. Yeah, you would love it. Um, all males uh, coming, you have to wear a jacket. Jackets are required, or they don't let you in. I'm, I'm, I'm already just the biggest fan. Yeah, I'm such a fan, and I haven't even seen it yet. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a great place. Okay, it's a great place, and you know, not a lot of people know about it. So. Yeah, 
Well, so let's should we not put this out there then over the, the waves then because we're just talking. He about still it right needs now. a number to get <laughs> yeah, in. That's my right. Friends, that's I'm right. Not gonna, I'm not about to give it. I'll give it to you privately. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, because <laughs> it sounds like the kind of place that you'd want to make sure that uh, only the finest sorts. Uh, yeah, are there for sure. No, and, no, no ruffians. Yeah, and, uh, no rabble rousers. <laughs> that's right. No, uh, yeah. None of these ne'er do wells that yep, are out no to rap start trouble. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the better word right there. <laughs> yeah, I thought ne'er do well was pretty good, and then you said rap scallion, yeah. and I was like, now that's a gentleman's club word right yeah there. and then uh the city, the fine city of chicago has a lot of these places as well so i can only imagine the the inventor of the speakeasy yeah if you will, i was gonna say chicago's got a uh, uh sort of a patent on that sort of uh yeah you ever um you ever been behind a bar you ever poured drinks no, before no never have always <laughs> wanted to actually as a matter of fact i uh, all throughout my life, I kept saying, God, one day I'm just going to learn how to tend bar and do that for a little while. And uh, just never gotten around. I mean, you know, again, uh, I was busy starting a career. But, uh, yeah, how cool would that be? I I think that it, talking about, uh, you know, being a gentleman, and you mentioned pool tables. One, a, a gentleman should be able to play a fairly decent game of billiards, right? Yes, I, I think I at, least, at, at least be able to get up there and, and make an attempt, sure. right? And then two um, – I think pouring a drink, a good drink, at least one, is is an essential skill. So when you said, you know, smoked old-fashioned, I was like, oh, wow. That's a lot of skill right there. That would yeah. be so good right and, now. Um, there's a little theatrics involved as well. I, I mean, it's just visually, it looks great. Um, yeah, I, I hope we can go down there someday, at least. Oh, I, hopefully you, uh, you you find yourself down there and in there, and uh, you'll send me a text. Oh, I, like, wow, I, you I have family in Atlanta. That's uh, that should be on the top of your list. Uh, uh, it is. It is. It is now a bucket list thing. <laughs> yeah, I um I had the opportunity to guest bartend last night at my friend's bar in Ashburn, Virginia. That's right. He was uh, throwing a Christmas party. Uh, he'd been asking me to come down and guest bartend, anyways, and uh, we were able to raise money for their their local Boy Scout troop as well. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, never as many bars as I've been in front of, never been behind one until last night. Until last night. So, but but uh, obviously you have some. So, how long have you been mixing? Oh, I never. I've never done it. I mean, I've drank. I know how to drink, and I know generally what goes into uh, many of my favorite drinks. But so how? Did, what, so tell me about how that looked. I mean, have you ever poured drinks then? No, never. So you just for, went back there, not for somebody else. So he was like, "Hey, it's six o'clock. Uh, you know, rang a bell, made an announcement. Uh, there's a pretty good crowd out there. Yeah, uh, there's, yeah, probably about a hundred people in there. And he was like, "Hey, hop back there. It's all you know. All right. So obviously, he had his two regular bartenders back there. Uh, shout out to Robin and Brittany, who were very patient with me. <laughs> But um, immediately, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I had never used a beer tap before, even I don't believe or one properly. But I learned, I, I learned how to have pour, I learned how to pour a hell of a beer with, uh, you know, with with the, with little head, and uh, yeah, I got it. Took a little while to learn. Um, the secret for anyone having to pour a beer in an emergency situation, uh, I was going with the tap. I was going halfway. I was like, okay, I, I wanted to come out slow and controlled. And the girl at the uh, who ordered the drink was like, "What are you doing? Go all you gotta you gotta you gotta pull it all the way down. You gotta have it flowing all the way, and that's how you reduce the head." And uh, that was a learning experience. Like, oh yeah, so you know, you tilt the glass and make contact with the tap, and just kind of do it slowly. But yeah, I can pour a hell of a beer now. Wow, nice. Yeah, didn't do any Guinness last night. They didn't have any on tap that I. But know were you of. doing mixology? I was. Yeah. So they came out with two specialty drinks. Okay. One was called the Ming Dynasty. And was that other, in honor of you? Yes. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, and the other one was called the the shared universe shot. Wow. Or a shared unit shot or something like so that. So two shout outs. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, you know, somebody ordered one. And I asked the bartender, I was like, "How do I make this?" And they they gave me a lesson. You know, four seconds with yeah. the Malibu rum, 
three seconds with the Captain Morgan, little uh, you know, little little orange juice, little pineapple, some grenadine garnish. Uh, you know, you had to mix it, mix in the shaker with some ice and uh, a little orange and 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 cherry garnish. And uh, yeah, I think I did a pretty good job. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds actually yeah. delicious. Yeah, I uh, and I made a lot of Jack and Cokes. That was uh, seems to be a very popular drink. Yeah, I but I had no idea. It's a good go to. Yeah, know Jack and Coke. Yeah, so you know a little four second pour. That that's a standard one out shot there, and uh, yeah, you know that keep you uh, uh, high in profits. You're not giving you know too much. Yeah, liquor and uh, yeah, I was back there. It was it was cool. Um, I saved all the bottle caps from all the beers I served just for a little souvenir. So, but it was fun. Yeah, I, I, I um. Yeah, I started at 6, and, uh, yeah, I went for about three hours. So um, right about 8, you know, my friend who owned the bar was like, all right, you're good. Yeah. You, you know, you've, you've you've made your point. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, man, I'm going to go for another hour. I'm so much you, you were You were into it, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I was wiping on the bar. I yep. was taking orders. I was, uh, yeah. Feeling good. I was feeling good. And, uh, yeah, I think I did okay. So uh, the, uh, the shared universe shot had, um, I think, uh, I, rum, a little sour mix, some blackberry, and uh, a little soda, little little Sprite, and um, yeah, I think was, that was about it. But that at one point, really good. yeah, it was good. And at one point, my friend ordered a dozen of them to pass out. I was like, all right, I got a, <laughs> a dozen, huh? And uh, you know, that one went through the strainer. But uh, yeah, I think it, I, I think it turned out pretty well. Yeah, I think the bar made made a couple bucks last night. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. So I'm back there. I was like, well, this is fun. You know, I'm I'm gonna have to learn more of the advanced drinks, but that you know that just comes with practice. I think, and I would love to do mixology with the you know the smoked orange rinds and the the smoked orange peels and you know uh, yeah. you know egg white egg white washes. Yeah, and, the guys that are like uh, I mean literally oh. le- legitimate almost like chef like. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I, yeah. they they have these competitions. Yep. that, uh, I mean these people are uh, are super skilled. Yeah. Uh, but I was back there. I was like, you know what? I think I want to open a bar one day. I was making conversation. I, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Now I know. You know, eight or nine hour shift, I may have felt differently. You're running around. Yeah. And- See, bartending seems to me to be one of those things that, you know, I, I want to know how to do it, but yeah. I don't think I could do it very long. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would be like very quickly like, okay, what's next? Yeah, can but I get out of But then I kind of like that in things, which is which is kind of why I'm here right yeah. now. And I'm like, hey, because I need to be talking about different things all the time. Yep. But, but yeah, I, I always want to find, like, I always want to have all these different skills. Yeah, you know, uh, because I want to be able to do jack of all trades. Yep. I guess you, you never know, know when you're going to need yeah, it. Exactly. Um, yeah, playing billiards. Well, yeah. you know, you may not only use that once every couple months. That's right. But when you do, uh, you know, you want to do yep. it well. It's like knowing a card trick. Yep. Everyone should know a card trick, and I have one, and and that's it. You know, I'm gonna have they, to learn one. If they ask, you know, hey, for another trick, I'm like, sorry. Yeah. I'm a one trick pony man. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, I, I I had a great time, um, and uh, yeah, my one. My one pet peeve when you go to a bar, if it's uh, no matter how empty it is or how crowded, is you don't want to wait too long for a drink. Yeah, and you great know, point. You, you want to get the bartender's attention, and it it I hate it. So being as we've been through that experience, I was scanning up and down that bar like I was a Terminator. I was like, who needs a drink? Who needs yes. a drink? I don't want you to wait. And uh, I think I got I was pretty good at that. And I don't think anyone had to wait more than a minute. For, that's awesome. For a drink, well, I bet you that's the newness. Yeah, I bet you if you were bartending a long time, you'd probably get to that point where you're like, okay, <laughs> he can wait. Yeah, can wait. let me let tipper. me sense what. Yeah, <laughs> what guy really? You know, I, I, you know, what I usually do is when it's real crowded, I just kind of hold a twenty in my yep. hand and I just stand there and I yep. don't, I don't say anything. I just wait for them to yep. finally say, okay, 
because I don't. Can I get you? I don't want to be the guy going, hey, you know, nope. hey, you know. Yeah, I'm going to ignore like you then. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, but maybe that's just. I'm sure that's just part of my personality. Uh, yeah, but uh, that being said, uh, you know, even if there was someone waiting, it was like, hey, give me a second. Yeah, I'll be right yeah, with good you. Point. Yeah, just acknowledge, just acknowledge them. Just, just so yeah. Yeah. But that's my one thing I hate waiting. I'm like, you know, did they are they even did they even see me? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, like, yes. Yeah, yeah. So even was, an eye contact. I yep. think you're right. It just so okay, he's gonna get to me eventually, yep. or she's gonna get to me. So I was scanning if someone's drink was ringing. Was like, you good? You good? Okay, good. You know, just hit me up if you need another one. So I always yeah, thought, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe I could do this. I always thought too that being a bartender would be a, uh, you know, not, now that I'm married, it doesn't matter. But I always thought it'd be a great way to meet women. Oh course, sure, oh because, yeah, because uh, you know, you if you've read the stories, uh, it, it's almost very. It, there's actually science behind it, uh, in that a bartender becomes a, a sort of a psychologist, yep, a therapist, bit. psychologist. Right? Uh, they listen and, to your problems. So, yeah, because it, it, for some reason, people sit down; they are going to talk to you, like, "Hey," and so you get to yeah. be that person. And uh, and if you're willing to open up, you know, all of a sudden you've you've got the end without yeah. having to be the guy next to, you know, boy. I mean, I think we both watched our friends, you know, drunkenly. Oh, sure, yeah. Bar. I've never been that guy because I don't have much <laughs> rap game in terms of a bar, but. Boy, when you watch your friends try it, it's just like this is brutal to watch. Yeah, <laughs> got them home, carried them home in some cases, yeah, exactly. uh, as the case may exactly. be. And uh, oh yeah, we've seen yeah. we've seen seen that all too far too often. So, but <laughs> I was going to ask you, um, ask away. Uh, Ash, Ashburn is. Uh, I, I, you said it's kind of up and coming tech scene. It is. Yeah. How, what did you find? What did you think of Ashburn? Oh, I, I loved it. Um, the uh, my friend's bar is it's in a larger strip mall, but yeah. uh, he um, he's partners he's part owner of a comic book store there yeah. as well so he can go back and forth uh but i i drove around yeah uh, all the you know tech companies i've never heard of before have their own buildings there and uh i think i mean that guy just started many years ago i used to live in reston I, my first job yeah, reston sure. my first real job out of college uh, i worked at a nonprofit in reston it was a tech nonprofit, and uh even then it was it was growing but now it's exploded yeah yeah dude as matt you're right reston was uh when i was so we lived in uh, Northern Virginia area, uh, Fairfax County. I went to Lake Braddock Junior High School, seventh uh, and eighth grade. Yeah. Uh, and and at that point, that was in Burke, Virginia, which is kind of near Springfield. I remember Burke. Yes. Yeah. And so I was with the Springfield Youth Club playing football as a, as a tyke, you know. Yeah. And uh, I remember playing Reston. And Reston at the time, I think, was sort of rural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Farmland. think it's yeah. I don't think it's that at all anymore, right? No, I don't get back there much. But boy, that place is just giant. No, it's all it's all businesses. Uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much predominantly tech industries. I couldn't do it. I don't think I could. Uh, <laughs> I still like Virginia, but I'd have to be out there a little ways. Yeah. I'm spoiled now that we live on that farm. I uh, I miss that area. If you're down there, uh, it, it's kind of cool. You, you get um, you get Washington D.C. and then you get Maryland, and then you get Virginia, and uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a fun mix. Oh, yeah. I mean, I still love going. So, you know, anytime I can get down to Old Town uh, in Alexandria, yeah. I still do. Yeah. Um, you know, that boy, I, I don't know how people live. I guess if you live in the middle of it and you're working in the middle of it, it's okay. <laughs> but if you're commuting from outside. Which most people do. Wow, yeah. man. Because yeah, I, I still, I challenge people. To, I mean, Atlanta's bad, but the, the Washington Beltway. Is, <laughs> one of the worst. It's got to be one of the worst in the nation, right? One of the worst. Obviously, what, what's the, the quarter there in L.A.? Uh, the 405? Oh, yeah, 405 and the 10. That's yeah, bad, both. right? And the 101. Oh, it's yeah. all bad there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I, I've been so spoiled living on that farm. I mean, I turned down that dirt. I mean, we're a mile and a half down the dirt road out yeah. there. Yeah. So. Your blood pressure goes down. Oh yeah, you right know, when can, you hit that dirt yeah. road, and I can walk going. out my back door and into the woods. I mean, me, awesome. I got a little bushcraft camp out there for me and my daughter. Yeah. 
So as a matter of fact, I thought about doing like a little YouTube channel separately about raising my uh, son and daughter out bushcraft, bushcrafting in the woods out there, just introducing them to all that stuff. Yeah. But I would watch it for sure. I, I think there would be people that would actually be like, oh, hey, how do I introduce my, yeah. my kids to the outdoors? You know, they, we need more outdoors. I, I, I hear that from parents all the time. Um, you know, that, that are worried that their kids aren't outdoors enough because we're not really there anymore. And I'm like, yeah, you just have to do it. You have to make it. And it's just, it's easy for me to say, cause it's right out my back door. Yeah. But yeah, if you live in a, in an urban center, that's, you have to make the effort to go out there. Yeah. Fresh air, vitamin D. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it does wonders. Yeah. And, uh, just, you know, uh, moving, just walking around outside. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. So exactly, you know, and, and we lived in a. I know we're getting off topic again, but we'll bring it back. But we lived in another uh, neighborhood <laughs> for a while uh, down there before we moved, um, and it was a great neighborhood. Yeah, uh, the house we were uh, renting was very nice. It was newer, uh, nice suburban neighborhood. But but uh, you never we didn't really know any of our neighbors. Yeah, we, we sort of did. We'd said hi a couple times, but no one. Yeah, no kind one of sad. No uh, one really interacted, yeah. right? And I was like, man, we live in this neighborhood. There's all these people around us. We rarely see anybody. Uh, it's almost like sort of a, you know, an understood, okay, just don't don't get into my life. I won't get into you. It was kind of sad in a way. And then we moved out to that farm yeah. where we're kind of isolated, but we know our neighbors, yep. you know, yep. I'm air quoting, uh, neighbors uh, better than we did the, when they were right up on us. Yeah, right. right you next know, to you. everybody around there is willing to lend a hand and we make, and we go out of our way to, to, to go see them. Yeah. So I, I think it's better in that in that way, and I think there's probably other people living that similar existence where they're like, I, oh I god, really everywhere, want, yeah. yeah. I really want social interaction, but <laughs> how, you know, how do I do that? Um, you have to reach out to people that are like you. Yeah, that's which, why I like this. Yes, exactly. I was about we, to say. We, I is, mean, while we do, you know, we'll we'll contact, uh, we'll podcast people remotely. Uh, we almost we. We'll, yeah, I try to be like, can, can you just bring them in? Can't they just stop by? Yeah, it's more. It's just more fun that way. You, you must, uh, this is kind of is driving me to an interesting point, which I've heard other people talk about, people that are smarter than me, you know, uh, uh, you know, guys that are like evolutionary psychologists yeah. uh, on other podcasts. But you've been doing this since when? 2011, yeah, about so eight years. A, a long time. So uh, the, um, the, the ability to socially interact doing this. Yeah. And then meet people. It's tremendous, yeah. Who become friends. Yeah. Right? That is an important part of why I want to do this. So one, I like we talked about, I, I hope to, to be able to broaden my mind, right? Uh, gain knowledge and discuss things in a, in a really earnest way like we're doing. And then I, I put the last thing was to make friends along the way. That was part of my mission statement. I'll show you that somebody. Yeah, you so will. Make friends along the way because, you know, especially as as men, I don't know if you find it, but as men, we tend to be a little less, uh, uh, we're, we're not as good at putting ourselves out there. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) And, and so, especially as you grow older, you know, that shared experience of youth where you make those great friends kind of goes away. You you, you get involved with your, your job and your family and we don't make friends as much, but we need to, we need to, because this, especially now, but yeah, science (laughs) is out there, right? Um, they basically the, the science of happiness, and I've listened to podcasts on this. They're basically saying, "Hey, the people that live the longest are, are the people that have the best social connections." Yeah. It it has much less to do with medicine than you think. 
Um, and of course, you know, trying to live a healthy life is important, but if you are lonely, if you don't get to connect with people, yeah. you're, you're going to die early. Yeah, that, that's sure. what the science shows. <laughs> right. Sure. And so I don't, I don't want that. I, I want, I want to make more friends and more social connections yeah, and live a longer life as a, as a nice byproduct. If that happens, yeah. then yes. And, and, and really <clears throat> it would be great because living a longer life for me now carries way more weight in terms of because of my kids. Yep. Because of my kids. Yeah. Because I had kids later. Yeah. So I want to see everything there, though. I want to be there for everything. Yep. And I won't be, but if I can maximize my time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I don't know if that's in your field. You don't, you don't, you don't have a family, right? I man? do. I do. Have, I have uh, two kids, a uh, wow, 13-year-old yeah, daughter, 11-year-old son. How did we not and, get uh, to that before? I don't know. It, sometimes it just doesn't come up yeah. until, uh, until you ask about wow, it. Wow, that's yeah, I do so have funny. family. And uh, and a wife, yeah, yeah, very, a very understanding wife who uh, you know can put up with my shenanigans, and uh, right now my crazy travel schedule. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, I'm sure she is understanding. Yeah. yeah so, would you say fifteen and thirteen? Uh, thirteen and eleven. Thirteen and eleven. So they're, yeah. they're getting there. Yeah. yeah. It'll be uh, Boy, boys, girls. Uh, older girl, younger boy. Okay. So it'll yeah the the hormones and the uh, the drama is coming. That's my right. Friend. Yeah. The storm is coming, my yeah. friends. And uh, yeah, yeah, my daughter's six. My son is uh, <clears throat> is two. All right, you got a little ways to go. But, yeah. But uh, yeah, fu- kids are fun. Oh my gosh, aren't kids they? Kids are fun. They're they're amazing. Yeah. Um, so it's so cliche, right? Like I'm, So my sister uh, and her husband, they are not going to have kids. They just don't want them. They've decided, well. yeah, okay. And, and that's fine. Um, you know, but when you, and people told me before I had kids, you know, uh, you just don't understand. And, and I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, I get But But it's true, right? You, you don't until yeah. you have them. And then all of a sudden, you're like, wow, there's this person. And yeah. It, and it, and it like, totally dependent on me. Right. And I'm such a screw up. <laughs> How am I going to do this, right? Yeah. And you just do, right? But it's, yeah, it's also funny. It's like, why is my kid so obsessed with video games? Like, oh, yeah, because so was I when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, pass that down. Yeah. Pass oh, that boy, right down. And it's even more so, right? I mean, yeah. we had. I, I remember getting that Atari. Oh, one of the happiest the, the days of my life, Atari. my friend. Oh, my gosh. I begged for that yep, thing. Yeah, me too. And, and as a matter of fact, that story for me was this. <laughs> we were begging and begging, and my parents were like, ah, man. we don't. And, and we got up on Christmas, and we tore up open our presents, and we got all these great things. And, and of course, but we, you know, we didn't get the Atari, and, and or like, you know. And my dad was like, you know, I just miss him so much. I just remember him being like, oh, did you get everything, guys? You know, and it was that Christmas story moment, yep, right? Yep. But it wasn't yeah. the Red River. We're like, yeah, you know, good, he did pretty yeah. good. He, he goes, well, hey, why don't you uh, run up to, to our room and uh, and get, uh, I can't remember what he told me to get, you know. So me, me and Bill ran up there to get it, and there was the Atari all set up in their room. Oh, you know? wow. And it was we're all set like, up already? Oh, we're screaming and yelling, and my parents are right behind us like, yeah. oh, yeah, you know. And so, yeah, that was... That was our moment. Yeah, I had that moment too. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, we were at Sears or something, and uh, finally, after mo- like months of begging, parents decided they we bro- we must have broke them down at that point. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we hugged each other, started jumping up and down. Yeah, and we didn't really do all that much in real life, but um, for the Atari twenty six hundred, yeah, changing lives. Yeah, exactly, changing lives, and now all that stuff is coming back. Yep. So. Uh, um, I, I bought, it was, uh, it's an Atari joystick with a bunch of games built yes, in. Yes, I've the seen HDMI it. HDMI port, port uh, got it for my kid. So I got to show them the magic of, uh, adventure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was like my, my favorite. Adventure, yeah. I was like, you think, uh, you know, your 3D, uh, first person shooters are yeah. cool. 
wait till you get a load of this. Remember the magic dot that you could go find yep, and yep. open the secret room? Like yep. Warren Robinette, I think, was the guy. I still remember, yep. oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. go in there and yeah, you're Yeah, the like, Easter egg. The yeah, the Easter, first egg. Easter egg. That's yeah. right. But I'm like, see, that thing looks like a duck. No, that's a dragon. That's like, right. You wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so great. So, Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Uh, we have such... Um, such similar experiences. Oh yeah, for with sure, that. for sure. Yeah, because I was into. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I was into RPGs when I was younger. Too, oh yeah, for all sure. The time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's you know, uh, for certain people that was like you know completely nerdy. I always thought it was great. But oh I was yeah, always a creative great, type of great guy. Great stories. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can you basically chose your own adventure. Yeah, into, into, that's right. Into fights. You could cast yep. spells. Yeah, man. Why? Why wouldn't you like yeah. that? No, and there were certain people that didn't. Right. Um, and that's fine. And looking back, I it's I should have that should have been an indicator that <laughs> I was yeah. a, a different thinker. Um, but but yeah, I wouldn't have traded it. I still kind of wish I had time for that. I always kind of consider myself a Type A hippie in a way. Oh sure, yeah. You know what I mean. Well, the problem with it is that you know they've come up with like great RPGs for great video games, but you need to dedicate a lot of time into them now. Yeah. You know, weeks, and yep. I just don't have that time no. anymore. So. No, and I mean that's time away from your kids. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've made that decision that I think it's kind of cool, and I I would love to you know talk about that stuff, um, but I I'm not going to make the time uh, when that time is so valuable. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, so yeah, you know that's funny, man. We didn't. So I, I, I that's awesome that you have a family that's understanding. Yeah. And, and your kids, and uh, that's just so cool. Yeah. They're, so they're do you do something besides? I mean, what do you do in terms of uh, outside of the podcast? Uh, you know, I go to a lot of comic book conventions. Yeah. That's uh, usually. Are the, you making a living weekends. off of this? I'm. Well, right I, I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm trying to. It's a very new idea. It's, yeah. You know, it's a startup business, the small business. Well, but this right here, this uh, you know, te- like me paying you yes. to learn how to do this. Yeah. That's a good business model, I would imagine. I we think so, yeah. Which yeah. is why uh, you know it took a little convincing. Uh, I'm I'm a little more risk averse, but my business partner was like, "Let's just do it. Let's yeah. just grab some office space and uh, you know we have all the gear. You know you can, yep. you know, I, you you have the we have the ability to teach classes and welcome businesses, and no one's doing this. So you know it's an open market. It's uh, I believe it's probably it's scalable. Yeah, and. Uh, and uh, yeah, so this first year was kind of an experiment in whether or not you know will this work? Is anybody gonna come in? You know, will will people think? Will people take the podcasting and love it as much as we do? And the answer to all of that is yes. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's just a great. I mean, so you guys were already doing it, and you recognized that other people would like to as well. Yeah. And probably didn't know how. And so now there's this space that one you can say, "Hey, let me show you how to do yeah. it." And then two, if you want to come in and record here, then you know, yeah. for this amount, you can do that, and we're going to help you. Yeah, and uh, we think we we offer people a pretty unique experience. Yeah, I think here. so. And, and because it's a shared universe, uh, you know, that whole idea of of sort of. Uh, coming together and 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 saying okay how yep. can we help you how can you help us yeah and i know uh you know i love it sometimes we have you know podcast one one going in one coming out it's like hey what's your show about what's your show i'm gonna listen yeah. to it you know we're, we're all collaborating here yeah it'll be yeah it'll it'll be a, a cool space yeah so, yeah it should be yeah it, it's been an interesting year for sure and uh i think it uh i think we'll we'll be looking to uh to do a lot more in the new year, as uh, you know, as you tend to promise yourself, but I think, uh, yeah, thanks to people like you coming in, you know, looking for us, finding us, and just you know, taking so that plunge to actually drive down here and check us out. Uh, I really so appreciate glad that. I did. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's been my pleasure. I 
and I really do hope that that this is turning into something for me that I do um, for a very long time. Yeah, that's, it will. That's my hope. Yeah. So uh, yeah, next time you're here, uh, yeah, it's all you, my friend. You know, you're launching the introduction, you're yeah. driving the conversation, uh, you're asking the questions. You you'll be doing the inspiring. So I hope so. But uh, be on the lookout, everybody, for the ready room coming very soon. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yeah, and then hopefully we can uh, uh, we can raise some inter- interesting conversations. We've already started, my yeah. friend. We've already started. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I could do this for hours, and I guess that's a good thing. It is, yes. Yeah, book as many hours as you want. You know, it'll uh, <laughs> keep the lights on in here. But uh, <laughs> most importantly, be there are no rules here. You want to go for a couple hours, go for a couple hours for sure. Awesome. Well, Ming, this has been very enjoyable. Thank, thank you. Yeah, and thank you. I'll, we'll, we'll be we'll be hearing from, a lot from you soon. I hope so.